That's always a good idea. There we go. Now we got a recording going. All right, let's wind this puppy up. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. Shipwrecked WordPress plugins. It's episode 571, and we have plugins for user logs. Thank you, WooPro. Preloading. Ultra shortcodes, all the socials, responding pop-ups, and classic prep press options all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the oasis deep in the heart of the couch and valley. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And we have the usual great show for you today. But of course, you know, a couple quick things. This is a value for value show. So if anyone's getting value out of our show, please kick us some value back. And we'll talk about all that value you can do a little bit later on in the show. You will want to stick around for the end of the show for the Q&A segment with Amber because that's always loads of fun. And half the questions are only available to those who bother to go over to the YouTube channel and watch it there. First half of the questions are in the usual download for everyone out there. With all of that being said, it seems to be that uh, things are in the way. All right, I must do this. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. <laughs> this is number 30 of 50 episodes for 2022. So I've been pondering lately, ever wonder why we keep those irritating habits like pulling all-nighters on the one night a week? You really shouldn't be doing that. I've kind of been wondering that too. Unfortunately, no real answers as of yet, though. The only thing I've really learned regarding that is, well, I've heard it takes thirty uh, three days to create a habit, thirty days to break it. But then I've also heard the opposite, where it's thirty days to create the habit, and then uh, thirty days to break it. And then I've also heard that it takes two times the amount of time that it took you to create the habit. As, that it does as it does to break the habit so it's there's a whole bunch of information out there i the truth has got to be somewhere out there but i haven't figured it out yet hopefully everyone has had an opportunity to get outside and get some toasty sunshine this summer we are drawing near the end of summer so be sure to get out and get a little bit of sunshine for those who are going to be looking for the shooting stars this week be aware that the moon is full and it is a super moon this year so the shooting stars will not be quite as visible I mean, it's cool we have Supermoon, one of the year, but it kind of sucks for the timing with the meteor shower. And if you're going to go camping to check out the shooting stars and the full moon, make sure to turn off your phone and ignore the socials for a few days, taking the opportunity to disconnect from that and reconnecting with your humans near you. Remember to laugh, too. Absolutely. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John Overall. Not with Amber. Sooner or later, somebody will create us new jingles. Hopefully. Because I, I just know I'm never going to get around to it. 
So before I get into the real news, just a quick observation. Uh, about a week ago, WordPress.org was down for hours. I couldn't get half of the information I needed for a research project I was doing. But it's been nearly impossible to find any information on that. Nobody seems to be talking about it. Although when Amazon or Facebook goes down for a single hour, everyone talks about it. I just, I found that really interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah. You think so the WordPress the first, community would lose their mind over that? You would think so, but I guess the WordPress community is just like, oh, yeah, they're down. Whatever, they'll come back on later. Maybe we're all just more chill about it. Well, <laughs> people aren't people aren't waiting for their gadget from China to be delivered, so and they they're not they're not busy uh, posting up their latest uh, Snapchat video, so it's all good. This is true. Uh, Hemdian said, at the risk of jinxing it, John Sound, Amber Sound, and Jingle Sound are all great so far, quality and level. Yeah, we, we kind of tweaked it before we went live today. Yeah. So, so uh, the first thing I have for today is ServerPress is shutting down. ServerPress is the maker of Desktop Server, a WordPress local development tool. They are announcing their shutdown after 12 years of business due to the rapid changes in the world of WordPress. In their farewell letter to their customers, they say that having been focused on building out their V5.0, so version 5.0, they kind of lost sight of the changes in the WordPress world and realized too late that they will not be able to afford the overhead costs associated with continuing um, with continuing their uh their product when asked about the possibility about making desktop server available as an open source code the response was kind of vague only stating that they cannot say at this time though it may be something that will be considered down the road they have stated they will continue to support their premium subscribers until their subscription is up which for some may mean helping them to migrate to another local development tool for those who use serverpress be aware that they're shutting down and uh, especially if you did not receive the farewell letter and start thinking about your own next steps on what you're going to do. Yeah, that's sad. I used them for a couple of years when I was doing local development. That's a, it was a pretty good, it was, it was a pretty excellent product. Worked very, very well. But uh, it's sad to see them close down, but they're a small team. They're trying to compete with, uh, with all of these big companies out there, which has stepped into that particular niche market. So. Uh, Hemdian asks if there's a good alternative to desktop server. Not that Do I'm you know? aware of. I quit I quit doing the local development because I have my own servers, so I just develop directly on my server. So. Yeah, well, if, if anybody who's listening uh, knows of a good alternative, let us know so we can let others know because yeah. this seems like a pretty big thing that's happening right now with yeah. them shutting down. Like, a lot of people are just heartbroken over this because they really love these guys products well it's it was the best i tried several different local development tools when i was doing local development and mm -hmm. theirs was literally the best one that actually worked yeah it seems to be a consistent thing all across yep. um unfortunately with the uh full site editing that mm -hmm. that wordpress has been doing they're just they're losing their feet they can't keep it going yeah, well, that's the whole problem. The yep. things that WordPress is doing is killing little areas. Uh, next I have, 
New proposal calls for contributors to stop merging experimental APIs from Gutenberg to WordPress core. I personally agree with this. The practice of merging experimental APIs from Gutenberg into WordPress core may soon, hopefully, be coming to an end. The proposal was published by automatic-sponsored contributor Adam Zielinski. The issue he brings up is that users are using these experimental features that could be removed or changed at any time, causing a serious maintenance burden. Every new Guten Gutenberg WordPress release means potentially breaking changes, which all developers are familiar with. This is one of the reasons we recommend not updating immediately, but instead waiting for a bit before updating. Oh, yeah. And then we have Gutenberg contributors experiment with custom labeling of block list in view of uh, blocks in list view. So Rich Tabor proposed a solution to the clicking around wildly to make the block you were looking for surface. Set it up so users can double click to rename the block within the list, giving it a unique identifier. Allowing this custom labeling slash naming of the blocks in the list view is only currently available for group blocks, but uh, when the idea was posted in Twitter, twi Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, there was an overwhelmingly positive response. The idea is currently in testing, and the pros or cons are being weighed out. Cool. And then we have Gutenberg 13.8 introduces fluid typography support and revamped <laughs> quote block. Last week's release had some major enhancements that should delight block theme authors and, and users alike like the fluid typography support. This provides smooth scaling between smaller and larger viewports, adapting in a fluid way to varying widths. There is also template part UX improvements. Border controls for image blocks, post comments and comments blocks have been merged into a single block. New content size and wise uh, size controls in global styles, allowing uh, users to override content dimensions defined by a theme and improved labels and tooltips across editors. There's a whole lot. Go check it out if uh, Gutenberg is your thing. This last update seems to have been a rather exciting one. Hello. And then we have, and then we have WordCamp US 2022 publishes speaker schedule. Live stream will be available. If you are interested in the WordCamp, it will be going on from September 9th to September 11th. It is happening in San Diego, California this year. And the three-day event will feature three tracks with a combo of lightning talks, which are 15 minutes, standard talks, which are 45 minutes, and workshops, which are one or more hours. Cool. Hmm. At least they're getting back to doing word camps again. Yeah. And the last thing I have here for today is first of its kind, steady, uh, SCRW, which stands for Social Connection in Remote Work. Just how many remote workers are actually lonely? I thought this was a cool study. The answer is not exactly what one would think. Most of the people who work from home are way less lonely now than they were when they worked in an office surrounded by coworkers. Only 15% of the SAMPI population of 1,000 workers from 55 countries fell into the at-risk category of feeling lonely. Kind of really interesting to read. Yeah, well, a lot of people that work from home prefer it that way anyway. They don't want to be around people. Well, one of the things they mentioned in this study is that a lot of the people who are working from home now, 
they say they're way less lonely now because they're around their family. They can they can uh, spend more time with their friends and their family, and they don't have the commute that takes up more time and energy. Yeah. So it's actually quite interesting. Yeah, commutes can be brutal. Oh, yeah. I remember having an uh, hour-and-a-half commute when I was younger to a job. And then, oh, that sorry. Was, that was three hours out of every day. It was wasted sitting behind the wheel of a car. Yep. It can be rough. So we also have a bunch in our extras. So in, in our extras, we have some uh, information on AIs and hacking and just random stuff that I was able to find that uh, our listeners may have an interest in and threw it in here. Cool. All righty. Well, I think it's time to talk about the value for value model. It's time to donate to WP. A to Z. This show won't work without you, the producers. This is a value for value model. If you find value in our show, toss some value back. Help keep the show going so we can keep on plugging. Show producers, this is where we like to take the time to thank everyone who supports the show. This week's show artwork is by Greg's Graphics. Greg's Graphics is He's awesome. He has kept us in our show art for quite a while now. Over, and over even though and he, he wrote me and let me know that this. he's really busy, yeah. uh, he still managed to find some art for us. Yep. Yeah. He's done it for over a year and a half now. Maybe two years. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking closer to two years. Yeah. He's pretty awesome. And I really, really like this picture. Yeah, that one's kind of cool. I like that. Found an old somebody somebody photographed an old derelict uh, washed up on shore. <laughs> it's kind of what WordPress is suffering from now, waiting for the tide to come in to uh, float the boat back up and get it flow flowing the right direction again. Seems like it. Yeah, we're just kind of stalled right now. Yep. Well, thank you, Greg. We greatly appreciate it and appreciate uh, all the support you've given the show with your time with your time and talent. If you're interested in submitting artwork yourself, you can go to our site, wppluginsatoz.com slash artwork. Yep. All right. We, we don't have any show executive producers on the stage this week. Executive producers are those who donate $50 or more. Uh, backroom producers are the producers who come in under 50 or offer up some other form of uh, support, like sending in their art or questions or anything. Backroom, producer, uh, backroom producers are always hanging out in the lounge there. You can, you can come and join them, hang out. You can donate through uh, your time, talent, or treasure. If you need further definition on how you can do those, you can go and check out our show notes. If you want to send something in to us through snail mail, you can also find our address, an actual physical address that you can send interesting items to. That will also be found in our show notes. Excellent. Alrighty, let's go talk about what everyone shows up here to the show for, and that is into the depths of plug into problems. <laughs> Alrighty, and I understand we have classic press news. Why don't you take it away? 
Yes, uh, Classic Press has projects they are looking to have some support with. They have a page with these projects listed and who the contact is for the project. Check out the check out the pay the following page if you're using Classic Press and are interested in helping them to move forward. We have the link in the show notes. And they also have some petitions posted and if you're interested in reading up on those, check them out. We have the link there in the show notes for you too. Very cool. With a little luck, they'll get that project moving forward. And who that would knows, be awesome. Who knows? Something could come of it. All right. Well, I guess we should get right down into the plugins and what we've got. This week here, WordPress plugins. I have the following first plugin up for you. It is called User Logs. And this is a plugin for tracking your users and finding you out what they're doing in and about your site. Also help you fight and filter out spam from the site. Um, you can check out the logs by IP address to, to notice any suspicious activity in it. Um, you can interact with Google Online Chart for a better view. It spikes in user registrations, logins, comments, etc. Filter the data as you need. And supposedly the plugin's lightweight and fast, so it could be very useful for you to come to find out what's happening on your site if you want to find out what the logs have been up to and what they have to say. So if you're uh, into all of that data, doing something with all that data that your site is collecting naturally, check this plugin out. It may be of value to you to help you site out. It is called User Logs, and I give it a 4 Dragon rating. Yeah, I can see that being very useful. Uh, there's a few there, there's a few uh, points in any business where having that kind of information is actually quite important. Yep. First one I have is WordPress Shortcodes Plugin, Shortcodes Ultimate. Once installed and activated, you will find the dashboard to the left-hand side. They start you out in the About section, which I found to be very helpful, especially if you're new to using shortcodes. You can write your own shortcodes with this plugin, or you can click on the View All Shortcodes button in the About section. This will take you to the Plugin Maker site where you can search for the shortcode you are wanting, or you can just browse through all the shortcodes available and pick and choose. The ones available are really quite impressive and include, though are not limited to, posts, accordion, buttons, image, carousel, list, QR code, highlight, dummy text. There are so many, over 50 in the free version. And the premium version will get you extra short codes, additional skins, short code creator, and even more add-ons. This is a great plugin. Hmm. Uh, they give you everything you need to really get started in the free version. Definitely worth checking out. I rate this at five dragons. Very cool. I wonder if it uh, could replace the ancient plugin that we currently have on uh, WP Plugins. That's kind of what I was thinking when I came across this. It seems a lot like the plugin we currently use, but modern. Does this one does this one allow you to uh, to uh, write your own uh, CSS and use it as a short code? Write your own uh, HTML and use it as a short code. Write your own Java or jQuery and use it as a short code. Hmm. That's what this. That uh, I'm not sure about. The, I would the, have to the go ancient and plugin check. we've got on the site right now does all that. You can, uh, you, okay. you, you can write anything you want, and then it creates a short code for you to use anywhere on the site. 
Okay, I didn't know about the aspect of the plugin we're currently using. I only knew about the ability to write your own shortcode in general. Mm -hmm. I'll have to actually check out that particular aspect of this plugin. I'll I'll make a note of it for next week. Okay. Well, other than that, it sounds like it's got it's got possibilities on the premium version. <laughs> All right. Next one I have for you is custom thank you pages pro for WooCommerce. Well, they got pro in the title, but they have a free version here for you and they do have a pro version available. But what it allows you to do is it allows you to go in and customize, make up an easily customized, customizable thank you page or an order receive page. You can set up the pages for single products by category for all products at once. All of these different things you can do and they make for nice thank you pages. It's a great way to help uh, improve your branding when people are checking out or when they've checked out. You can uh, check on, uh, set it up for different conversion events, for different checkout funnels, et cetera, et cetera. There's a whole lot you can do with this plugin if you're really into getting all of that stuff set up on your WooCommerce website or you have developers to do that stuff for you. On the whole, it looks like a pretty useful plugin for your site and something that may be of, uh, of good use and value. Go check it out. It is the Custom Thank You Pages Pro for WooCommerce. And I give it a four dragon rating. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I had a sneeze attack. <laughs> uh, I've always, personally, as a customer, I've always appreciated those thank you pages. So they really are a good idea. Next that I have is one of those super long name ones. Social share buttons social sharing icons, click to tweet, social media plugin by social snap. You think they were trying to get into the social uh, keyword stuffing for their title? You think so, yeah. <laughs> this is a plugin to set up social share buttons on your page. They don't do m anything else than that. But when I first activated this, I was honestly surprised to see such a comprehensive dashboard. You will find the dashboard on the left-hand side under social snap. Here, you can change the look and feel of the buttons, decide which buttons will appear, where they will appear, whether it's on the top, either side, or the bottom, and enter in your links. The way this works is once you've created social share buttons and have them to your liking, they will appear on every page and post of your site in the spot you place them, though you have the option to go into a poster page and turn the option off for them showing. I really like the, uh, the ability to personalize these buttons this way, and I like that you don't need to individually add them to every post and page. They, they just show up. Although I think I like the fact that there's an option to stop them from showing up even more. All the other plugins I have tested up to this point that automatically show on your pages and posts that do not have this option. They have the option of showing up on pages or posts. Uh, or even specific categories, but this is my first time seeing a plugin that offers the option on individual pages and posts to turn those buttons off for only that page or post. Very cool. There is a premium version. In the free version, you do not have access to all the social media buttons, and you do not have access to all the personalization options. Be sure to double check that the social media option you need is available in the free version if you're not wanting to go pro. I rate this at four dragons. Uh, very useful. Another social share button program plugin. Hopefully this one hangs around and does good and doesn't sell out and become a uh, spam machine like many of them have <laughs> done in the past. 
All right, next one I have for you is called Preload Everything. And I thought this might be a useful for one for me to try out because I've been trying to speed up my uh, Rogues Oasis website a bit. And I wanted to see if this would help before I end up dumping in a real caching plugin. What it's supposed to do for you is it's supposed to allow your site to preload uh, pages ahead of time when your visitors are on a page. In other words, it starts preloading all the content for, for links they might click on. It does use local caches on their browsers, internal, external uh, caching. Um, and I've played with it a little bit and I saw a minor bit of improvement to the site. Nothing significant yet. But at the moment, it looks like it's going to be a pretty useful plugin, one that you might want to go check out. And uh, it is a relatively brand new plugin, everything. It's, uh, I think it's recently just hit the thing, yeah. Fewer than 10 of them. It, it just hit the page about three weeks ago. So go check this one out. If you're looking to improve your site with just a single plugin, with just a couple of settings and not a whole lot of worry. And it does have some effects, nothing dramatic that I noticed, but very useful. Go check it out. It's preload everything, and I give it a four dragon rating. I wonder if it would be more useful if you had one of those uh, blogs that had mainly pictures on it. Yeah, maybe. It's not about loading the pictures. It's about loading the next page that they might go to. Oh, okay. So that when they that click a cool. link, the next page loads faster. And that was my problem okay. on my site is the next pages were always still kind of kind of slow in loading. You know, it's not because the, the first page is going to be the first page, but next page down the lines. At least that's the way I understand it to be working. I could be wrong. You know, every once in a while I'm wrong, but whenever I'm wrong, just revert to rule one. I'm never wrong. <laughs> the last one I have today is pop-up maker, responsive pop-up, exit intent pop-up, email opt-ins, autoresponder, and more. You think maybe it's a pop-up maker? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> The first thing that happens when you activate this plugin and go to the dashboard found on the right hand side under pop-up maker is you see a notification stating that you need to create a free account with pop-up maker. I don't like it when plugins do this. I don't like the fact that in order to use their plugin, you need to go and make a free account. I feel like it's a bit of an underhanded way to get information. It is. You have what they need, but only allow them to use it if they give you your info. I don't really like it. However, I do have to admit that they that these guys do provide a lot of options. You have access to loads of templates and the option to create your own from scratch. They don't have a premium version, though in a way you are paying with your information. They really do set you up well and offer a lot of personalization the pop-up you create. The pop-ins pop pop-ups <laughs> look great, work well, and although I don't like it, it is admittedly a decent trade for the information you give. They are one of the few places that accept the 555-5555 number for your phone number. So if you don't feel comfortable passing them your number, steal, steal the dead number from the movies. They definitely have that in their favor, in my opinion. They were more than happy to accept false information and still give you that free account to use their plugins. So I thought that was cool. That boosts them up to five dragons. <laughs> There you go. All right. I find a lot of plugins if if they if they demand your information 
and you try to put in false information, you get those little red exclamation marks going, this is improper information. You must give us your real information. So yeah. I like the fact these guys are more chill about it. You could always go mate six seven five three oh nine. Oh man, now the song is stuck in my head. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Don't worry, Jenny. Jenny Jenny Jenny'll lose the number anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what we've got here. All right, no contest, no jingles, or no contest right now. We don't have uh, any other miscellaneous stuff here. We do got to cover up a couple of quick things before we go into the Q&A segment. And uh, first off, the plugins I covered on this show was user logs, which I gave a 4 to. Custom Thank You Pages Pro for WooCommerce, which I gave a 4 to. And then Preload Everything, which I gave a 4 to. Just before I read out the plugins I covered, I want to say I think we should have another long name contest because I believe it is entirely possible to find names that are even longer than the names I found on here. Yeah, quite possible. I think we should have another contest next week. Uh-huh. Just go see <laughs> how, just find plugins with long names and doesn't matter what they are. Exactly. Hmm. The longest names we can find. We've done it once before. I think it's time to do it again. Okay. <laughs> so the covers I... I'm having a really hard time talking today. <laughs> the plugins I cover today are WordPress Shortcodes plugin, Shortcodes Ultimate, I, which I rate at five. Social share buttons, social sharing icons, click to tweet, social media plugin by Social Snap, which I rated at four. And pop up maker, responsive pop up, exit intent pop up, email opt ins, autoresponder, and more, which I rated at five. Absolutely. Now, I just noticed a uh, thing by uh, Hemdian here. If a plugin calls to another server when the plugin is abandoned, it's vulnerable, vulnerable to being appropriated by nefarious hackers. This has yes. happened many times already. And yes, that's one of the big things is if somebody creates a plugin such as your responsive pop-up one, which takes that information, the biggest thing is that that plugin from your website sends information to their server on it. And sometimes mm. that information goes both ways, back and forth between the plugin and your, your, between your website and theirs. And if they don't make money and they abandon the project and they end up abandoning their domain that was being used, nefarious hackers buy up that domain and now they have a, in, they have a back door into your website. So that is, a, that is a problem, it has happened. There have been news stories on that in the past that we've covered. So, yeah, mm -hmm. something to be aware of. All right. And we forgot to put the new meetup information into the show for this week. The new meetup is a plan. It says no meetups planned for now. There is one planned. It's planned for September 10th, 3 p.m. at the Oasis. I don't know if it's been put into the calendar yet on the WP Plugins website, but you can find it over at the uh, uh, over at the RoguesOasis.com uh, website. It's listed there, or on the No Agenda, um, or on the on the No Agenda site. It's listed there, so you can go there, register for it. You'll have to end up on the Rogues Oasis anyway if you're going to RSVP, because if you're going to show up for it, you better RSVP, or you won't find your way here because you need to RSVP <laughs> before I'll give you the address. Because I want to know that an actual human's coming. 
I so that nagging feeling I was forgetting something wasn't that I was forgetting to brush my hair. It was I was forgetting to put in the yeah. meet update. It's not like you're mm. on video, man. We need to, we need to actually <laughs> practice that, see if we can get you on video here sometime. That'd be interesting. All right. A couple other things. If you're interested in being interviewed uh, for WP Plugins, um, you reach out to me at wpplugins.com slash interview. Schedule an interview with me. If you have suggestions for plugins you'd like to have reviewed, please submit them to wpplugins.com, submit plugin review. And those uh, don't have to be your plugins. They can just be your favorite plugins or plugins you think other people should know about because, after all, there's somewhere in the neighborhood of half a billion plugins now, I guess. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm exaggerating, I'm sure, but it's more like uh, somewhere around... I think WordPress itself has 50 or 60 in the repository now, and 50 or 60,000. And uh, in the wild of the internet, there's probably another 50 to 100,000. So maybe 150,000, 200,000 plugins available for WordPress. God, I remember when it was only 9,000. When I started this show, there was a measly 9,000 plugins available for WordPress. So, Just a quick note. On the on the submitting of plugins, yep. it can also be a plugin that you are really disappointed with that you want to get the knowledge out there so other people don't end up totally being disappointed. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Doesn't have to just be a plugin you love or a plugin you created. It can also be one that you are really disappointed about. Yeah, that's too you, something you want to warn people off on and keep them away from it. So I'm just checking something real quick. I'm told that uh, nobody can find September on uh, on the uh, Rogues event calendar. So I'm going to go check out the Rogues event calendar real quick. Hmm. I guess September decided to take a vacation. Uh, let's see if I click and go to September. Yeah, that's funny. I have no problems getting this September. It loads up just fine for me. You're also an administrator, though. Well, it's possible I could be logged into it. If you log out and then try, maybe that'll make we'll the difference. We'll try it here live for the whole bloody world to check out. <laughs> and we'll see what we get up. Look at that. September loads up just fine. And I'm, oh, not, good. Lo I'm not logged in. Excellent. So there it is. See? It's right here. <laughs> so it's all set up. So see? I don't know. Somebody needs to clear their browser cache. That might that might clear the problem, so it does work. All right. Well, with that with that mystery being solved, I think we should wander on into it's question and answer time. Amber, <laughs> your alter ego says it doesn't like her. Yeah, yeah very, maybe very, very possible. Before I get started, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked here on the show, send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca. We'll get them up here and see if we can stump my dad. Sure. First question. It appears that most people who wind up in this business tend to have ADHD. Though I have spoken with a few people with ADHD who are incapable of focusing on the computer because of all distractions that exist on the computer. Do you have any advice to offer those that are finding it hard to focus on the computer due to the constant distractions offered? No. Um, Why not? Because ADHD people need those distractions so they can focus on one thing. 
I mean, when I when I when I actually get into working on a computer and working on a website or something, I'll have a video playing. I'll have something else on another screen. Sometimes I'll have something on the TV running. I'll have multiple things going because all those other distractions pull those little pieces of my mind away so I can focus. That's all and I, that was advice because people who are finding it hard to focus on a computer try to follow the general suggestions of focusing and turn everything off oh, and try to just focus on the one thing. That doesn't work for ADHD people. No, it they, doesn't. They obviously, if they, if they haven't figured it out, they haven't figured out how to live with their ADHD. They're probably still taking drugs to try and control it. It's it's better to it's better to learn. It's like okay, I've got ADHD. I I've got to have a million things. Well, I want to focus on something. Well, I'll turn on a million things so all the pieces of my brain can be occupied, so I can actually focus. Oh, we also have younger people listening to the show too, who are just at the point where their ADHD is seriously kicking in and actually causing issues. Well, yeah, a lot of those younger folks, their parents, their parents start giving them drugs. So. I suggest, or I suggest they, they, just, they do away with the drugs and uh, learn how to just live life. Embrace the distraction capability, yes, embrace it. Embrace the distraction, man. Embrace the distraction. You'll be amazed at what you can do when you, when you light up. It's like, watching, it's like watching my boys play their video games, and they've got YouTube videos on one screen. They've got an iPad next to them playing something else, and, and then they've got something else. On, and then they've got these chat windows going in Discord, and it's like... So like, holy crap, kids. <laughs> so, you know, there's no ADHD. It doesn't run in a family at all. <laughs> My next question is, yeah. why do you think we have moved so far away from the original design of using HTML coding for sites? Well, the reality is, is we're still using HTML coding in sites. What I mean is... Like the site that we were talking about not too long ago that was created by the person coding it all in HTML. Oh, yeah. Well, the reason being is HTML takes a lot longer to write, and it's limited in what you can do. There's, a limita there's, there's serious limitations on what you can do with HTML. It's like back in the days when I built all my websites in pure HTML, everything was in a box. You, you you couldn't layer it on top of each other. You, it's like, I remember the first time I put a menu on the right-hand side of the screen and actually made it work. Um, because, what was the right-hand or left-hand? I can't remember. Well, it seems to be Le on the right-hand side yeah. uh, automatically. So I think you're saying yeah. the, the left-hand left side. side. I, had to put it, I had to put it on the opposite side from what was standard. And the problem was it didn't want to stay there. I had to actually do some serious creative HTML to make it stay there because CSS didn't exist yet. And also PHP, which is what WordPress is now. I started, I was writing, I was building websites with multiple PHP programs tied together with all these weird calls to create what WordPress became. Hmm. When I discovered WordPress, I was like, oh my God, somebody went into my brain and figured out how to do what my brain couldn't do. <laughs> because it brought everything together in one spot. And then with the plugin capability, that's why WordPress was so fantastic when it came out. But like I said, in the last two, three years, they've 
they've lost their path. They've they've gotten they've gotten lost on the path. They've gotten lost in the forest. They forgot that there's a forest in amongst those trees, so they're lost. And it's still workable, it's still usable, and but it's gotten a lot more silly than it used to be. Um, so the the biggest reason for leaving behind the pure HTML coding was to allow us to do more with web with web pages, to showcase more stuff, to fancy them up, to make them look better, to add in all the graphics that we're dealing with nowadays. Because in the beginning, graphics were very limited what you could put on the internet, and it was so hard to you had to optimize images to the nth degree so people could actually download them on their uh, on their dial-up modems. You know. I remember dial-up. I also remember getting screamed at when I picked up the phone at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. I was very <laughs> upset when that would occur, especially if I was in the middle of downloading something. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Especially something that had been downloading for three hours and it was like five minutes from completion. Oh, I did that to you? No wonder you screamed. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, of course... It, they didn't have the capabilities they have now to continue to download upon reconnection. You had to start all over fucking again. <laughs> so, and it was probably well, just one, it. it was probably just one song too that was taking three hours to download because it took forever to download five gigabytes from the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. I remember letting my computer go for a couple of weeks sorry. just to download an entire album. Well, you know, I remember the, the good old days of uh, Napster when I dramatically improved my library of music, <laughs> and I had a cable modem. Yep. I was one of the first. I was one of the first hundred people in Victoria to get a cable modem, <laughs> so all my friends would come over and download shit on my on my network. <laughs> yeah, because it only took three hours instead of ten. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it took a whole lot. No, it took a lot less. It wasn't as fast as cable modems are now, but it was significantly faster than any dial-up we had at the time. All right, read out your last question. We'll let our girl take us on out of here, and then we will uh, cover it up. All right. Learning HTML and CSS is a must for this branch of work. Is there another coding language that you would recommend people learn alongside the HTML and CSS? Oh, there's a good question, and good answers are coming for that. But we'll let our girl take us out, and we will talk to everyone on YouTube about this one. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wppluginsatoz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your <coughs> inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at wppluginsatoz. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day.
Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.